welcome to a very special edition of Perfectly Average, and I'm one of your hosts here, Zach Leslie. And before we begin, I want to remind you to rate, subscribe, follow the podcast wherever you get it. It helps us out a lot. It helps bring in new listeners who wouldn't get it otherwise. And today's discussion may involve spoilers for several different movies, so proceed at your own risk. But if you're here with us, if you're down to talk about the Oscars and all that kind of good stuff, enjoy the show. And now I am joined by Austin Garrett, the other host of the show. Austin, what's up, man? Not much, man. I'm I'm excited for today. This is going to be a really fun pod. Yeah, we get to talk about our own personal Oscar preferences. And this whole idea came about because we were talking about how we felt that the Oscar nominations, the ones in real life, were kind of disappointing and perfectly average, as we would say. Yes. And so we wanted to kind of make our own and kind of talk about the movies we love this year and who we would give awards to and all that kind of good stuff. But we will talk about average movies at some point in this podcast and we're excited to do that too. But we're also going to talk about things that we love and things that we cherish from the past year. And I'm excited to get into it. Perfect. So we are going to start with the best supporting actor nominations. And Austin, why don't you go first? All right. So for each of, our uh, categories we did three nominees except for best picture and a surprise seventh category at the end uh so we did the big six and we we added our own category at the end we'll get to that uh so for each of the first couple we nominated three uh and so for supporting actor here are my three nominations uh brad pitt from once upon a time in hollywood tom hanks from it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood and winston duke from us those are all great choices and before i reveal my nominations i'm going to list off some honorable mentions uh in my honorable mentions i have taika waititi for jojo rabbit Mm. joe pesci for the and joe pesci for the irishman and for my three nominations i also have brad pitt from once upon a time in hollywood i also have sam rockwell from jojo rabbit and robert downey jr Hey. From Avengers Endgame. Yes, I did it. I nominated Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't nominate Thanos. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> they got the best visual effects nomination, I think, so I think that counts. <laughs> awesome. Um, so for that category, I ended up giving my best supporting actor uh, award to Tom Hanks from It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, he was, in many ways, the highlight of that movie, uh, and I wanted more. I wanted more Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers, so uh, I'm going to give it to him because uh, I don't, I mean, he didn't get nominated, and uh, I think this one's going to be pretty chalk come Oscars this Sunday. Yep, and I went with the chalk. I went with Brad Pitt from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I'm not a huge fan of the movie as a whole as we'll probably, we'll probably get into later uh, when the Best Picture nomination comes around. Uh, but Brad Pitt kept me locked to the screen and kept me through it till the end. And so I think he's thoroughly deserving of the award that he is probably going to get on Sunday night. Absolutely. And so that's that's who I gave it to, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I have no problems with that. I mean, he's he's <laughs> there's a reason he's going to win it. So Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. And moving on to... Best Supporting Actress. Uh, I'll go first this time, and I'll give... I only have one honorable mention for this category, and it is Billy Lord from Booksmart. And 
for the nominees, I have Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, and Ana de Armas, Knives Out. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't write down any um, honorable mentions for this category, uh, but my three nominees were Laura Dern from Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson from Jojo Rabbit, so we have two of the same. Uh, And then for my third spot, I went with Florence Pugh from Little Women. All great choices, all great choices. And who was your winner and Best Supporting Actress? I went with Florence Pugh from Little Women. Uh, What about you? I have Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, and I think she surprised me quite a bit in this movie with how good she really was. I think her performance is humorous and also heartwarming and heartbreaking at times too and she for a movie about nazi germany she really brings the humanity the uh, just the vulnerability that a lot of the other characters uh, don't bring and mm. and so I, that's why i gave it to scarlett johansson yeah so now we move on to our best actor uh, okay. nominations and who do you have for those Okay, this is my chalkiest category. Um, Cool. I think that these are the three best. Um, I have Adam Driver in Marriage Story. I have Leo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I have Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Cool. Yeah, I have quite a few honorable mentions here. I have Christian Bale, Ford v. Ferrari. Yep. I have Matt Damon, Ford v. Ferrari. I have Robert De Niro, The Irishman. And I have Thomas McKenzie, Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Um, but the three I ended up choosing here, I have Adam Driver, Marriage Story. I have Jacqueline Phoenix, Joker. And I have Eddie Murphy, uh, Dolomite is my name. Okay. My uh, I forgot to mention my two honorable mentions for this. I had Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems. Solid, yeah. Michael B. Jordan from Just Mercy. So. Just Mercy, yeah. I love the Just Mercy love there. Uh, I ended up giving this award to the person who's probably going to win it on Sunday night. Yep. Um, another movie I don't love, <laughs> but another performance that is fantastic and keeps you glued to the screen. I have Phoenix winning for Joker. Yeah. I also have Joaquin Phoenix winning. I think we were, um, <laughs> I think we both saw this movie on opening weekend. Yep. I think we immediately had the exact same reaction. It was like Joaquin Phoenix was incredible, but I do not want to ever watch that movie again. Yep, that's exactly exactly how I felt. Super um, dark, disturbing. Very disturbing. But Joaquin Phoenix is incredible. Yes, he is. And he's probably the person who's going to win it Sunday, and I think he's perfectly deserving of it. I think yeah. he's he's great. Uh, he's phenomenal. And I look forward to seeing him winning it on Sunday, even though and, I'm not a fan of the movie. In any other year, uh, I think Adam Driver from Marriage Story would have been a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love Adam Driver. He He's is great. quickly becoming one of my favorites. Uh, yep. But yeah, it's a bummer. All right, moving on here to our best actress nominations. Uh, a couple honorable mentions from me. I have Florence Pugh from Midsummer and Sosa Ronan for Little Women. And my actual nominations are Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, Lupita Nyongo, Us. And Aquafina, The Farewell. Okay. Uh, I uh, I also, uh, for my honorable mention, uh, I want to mention Florence Pugh from Midsommar. Uh, she had an awesome year. Uh, 
uh, between that and Little Women, so I had to give her some props. Uh, my three nominations, uh, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Uh, I have Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Cool. And then I also have, I thought I was going to be the only one, I also have Lupita Nyong'o for Us. Yeah, I think uh, since, I feel like since that movie came out in March, I don't know, I feel like it just kind of went under the radar. Us yeah. Did. And no so clue. Lupita didn't get a ton of attention, though I think she's fully deserving. And I thought Aquafina got snubbed too, so that was my chance yeah. to uh, throw her in there. Uh, so who who is your winner in the Best Actress? Uh, okay, category? I picked Lupita. Um, when I watched Us when it first came out, I yeah. was just floored by her acting mm-hmm. performance. Um, I know that that I mean she didn't even get nominated, which I thought was a travesty. Um, but I think I thought it was gripping and, uh, for her to, she, I mean, she basically played two different characters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely Lupita. That's my girl. Totally fair. Totally fair. Um, my winner, and I think she's gonna win both awards I have <laughs> here. I have Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't really know if there's anything left for me to say that hasn't already been said by everybody else. Uh, Although I don't think she's going to win it on Sunday. I think Renee Zellweger has it pretty much in the bag for Judy. Uh, Judy? Judy? Yeah. And uh, so I think Scarlett Johansson won't win it. But I think, again, in any other year, Marriage Story wins both of these awards. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. agree. Um, So I gave it to Scarlett Johansson. Which... uh, Coming into this year, uh, I didn't love Scarlett Johansson. Um, You know, I'd never really seen her in a role that I loved her in. And this year, I saw her in a couple roles that I loved her in. Uh, And so, this was a big year for ScarJo, in my opinion. But she comes away with zero awards from me. And she got both from me. So, (laughs) you know, it's just how it works i guess sometimes but she got two noms from me so i'll take it yeah that's true that's that's worthy uh she also got two noms in real life so whatever happens on sundays scar joe you're great um she doesn't care what i think she's no (laughs) yeah she's multi-millionaire superstar yeah she yeah we're we our opinions don't really matter in the grand scheme of things no but next up we have best director i have uh, a few honorable mentions I would like to give here as well. Okay. Um, Ryan Johnson for Knives Out, James Mangold for Ford v. Ferrari, and Olivia Wilde for Booksmart. Oh, and also Greta Gerwig for Little Women. Okay. Um, but my nominees are Sam Mendes, 1917. Okay. Taika Waititi, Jojo Rabbit, and Lulu Wang for The Farewell. Okay. Are my three. Uh, Who do you got? So- so my honorable mentions, uh, I just want to shout out the Safdie brothers uh, for Uncut Gems. Yeah, they're great. Um, Watch Good Time, too, if you haven't seen it. Yes. Uh, I'll give Taika Waititi some love for Jojo Rabbit. Uh, and the other honorable mention I have is uh, Destin Daniel Cretton for uh, Just Mercy. Just Mercy, yeah. But my three nominees uh, were Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, and Greta Gerwig for Little Women. Three great nominees. Um, I personally have Sam Mendes, 1917, winning this award, which is probably chalk yep. for what's going to happen on Sunday. Um, but what he did with 1917, I think, is 
master, masterful and deserves award recognition. Yes. And I think he's going to win it Sunday, and I would be happy to see him do so. Yeah. 1917 was incredible. Uh, and, and Roger Deakins, I know that this is all about directors and actors, yeah. but Roger Deakins. I mean, Blade Runner 2049, I go down the list of things he's done, 1917, I mean, it's great. It's a master class. Um, for, for my uh, best director, I ended up going with Quentin Tarantino. Uh, from the sounds of it, we had very different uh, experiences with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, I think so. Which we can talk about later. Uh, yeah. But I gave it to Quentin. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a Quentin Tarantino like super fan. Uh, yeah. I I really enjoyed this movie and I, uh, so I, I wanted to give it some love. Totally, totally deserving. Um, I think while I don't love the movie, I, I do think Tarantino directed it well. I think yeah. the reasons I don't like it are kind of the narrative, the script, all that kind of stuff. And yeah. although I'm pretty sure Tarantino wrote it, but he directed the heck out of it too. Yeah. Um. So now we have the big one Ooh. as far as, you know, Academy Award nominations go. It's the second biggest one on this podcast. But <laughs> my, I have a few honorable mentions here as well. Uh, Booksmart, uh, Ford v. Ferrari, uh, Toy Story 4, Okay. How to Train Your Dragon 3, Avengers Endgame, and Little Women. Those are ones I just wanted to shout out because I don't think we talk about some of those as much. And I thought they're all great movies last year and would totally deserving of nominations everywhere. But so that's what I can't say. Um, and then for nominees, we picked five movies for this category and we've had three in every other category. So, and my best picture nominees are 1917, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, The Farewell, and Knives Out. All right. Uh, so for my... Uh, honorable mentions I just want to shout out uh, Midsommar uh, Uncut Gems and I'll also shout out uh, Avengers Endgame Um, but as far as my nominations here are my five Uh, 1917 Marriage Story Parasite Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Knives Out. Cool. So we have a, a pretty varied list. We have some that are the same, but also a couple that are definitely different from I think, each other. I think we have three of the same. I think three we both the same, have yeah. Knives Out, 1917, and Marriage Story. Yep. And the ones that you have, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and what else? What's Parasite. the other one? That's Parasite. And I have Jojo Rabbit and The Farewell. And I would have Parasite on here. I just haven't seen it. So I'm not going to. And I would, have, I would have Jojo on there, but I haven't seen it. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, so, without further ado, who is your best picture winner? I think that uh, I think you already know, uh, but I'm going to give it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, the of of these big ones, um, I I don't know. I went back and forth on this one actually. Yep. I had it down to two, um, and I'll let you I'll let you give your your winner before I tell you the second one. Okay, cool. So I went back and forth between all five of these. <laughs> uh, I could have given it to any of them. If you would have asked me in November, I would have given it, or early December, I would have given it to Marriage Story. If you would have asked me um, in late December, I would have given it to Fair- The Farewell. Yep. If you would have asked me around Thanksgiving, would have given it to Knives Out. If you asked me, <laughs> it's it's changed like throughout. Um, yeah. 
So I've gone back and forth on all these, uh, and I have decided to give it to Jojo Rabbit. That's my okay. best picture winner. Yep. That's what's up. That is my best picture winner. I think Taika Waititi did a phenomenal job with it. It's hilarious. I, I get you in the fields too. Oh. Um, a lot of great messages uh, in there, and yeah, it's it's phenomenal. And it's not going to win Sunday night, and I've accepted it. Uh, one of my other best picture nominees probably will. 1917, I think, will win it on Sunday night. Yep. Uh, but Jojo Rabbit for me is fully deserving. And 1917, when it wins on Sunday night, I think. I, I mean, I'd be happy with it, and I'd be, yeah. that's fine. Totally fine, totally get it, totally respectable, love it. It's in my Best Picture nominations, uh, but I would personally give it to Jojo Rabbit. I went back and forth between Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, just because visually I thought it was stunning. Uh, so many actors that I love were in it. I thought it was, um, you know, I found the story engaging. Uh, so I ended up going with that, but I went back and forth between that and Marriage Story and Knives Out. Those were the three that I really considered. Yeah. Um, Knives Out was probably the most fun I had at a movie all year. Um, or at least the second half of the year or of any of these movies that are in the running. So I really wanted to give it to Knives Out, uh, but it was close. And and there's one scene in Marriage Story that, oh, that makes I mean, it's the scene. Is it the scene or is it the uh, feeling alive scene where he sings? Uh, no, not this. What scene are you talking about? Well, there's obviously in Marriage Story, there's one where they fight. Oh, the fight scene? That's the scene. But there's yeah. also the one where Adam Driver sings. Uh, that yeah. also hits me pretty hard, too. So, so both of those are incredible. But it's, uh, I think my favorite scene in Marriage Story, and I don't want to turn this into a Marriage Story pod, so I'll go quick. Um, but the, the scene that comes to mind for me with Marriage Story is, um, you know, my parents got divorced when I was five. So, yeah. This story hits a little different, and yeah. obviously, you know, my parents' divorce was not as messy uh, as the one portrayed in this. Um, but at the very end of the movie, uh, as I think the kid Henry is, he is uh, falling asleep, and um, Adam Driver has him over his shoulder, and uh, Scarlett Johansson like bends down to tie his shoes, and they share this like sweet embrace um, that is like the perfect image of what it means to be a kid and have your parents divorced but still amicable and, and it I, it makes me cry uh it was beautiful so yeah, yeah. i totally agree um when, when the uh the fight scene happens i didn't it wasn't like this internet sensation i saw it the first day it dropped on netflix so yes. it wasn't the internet sensation that it was when i first saw it yep and there's something about the rawness and the dialogue is so real yeah. and it's just totally believable and the actors sell it really well. Yeah. And, and Knives Out, again, fun, great. I have, it's been nominated a couple times on here for me. Uh, Daniel Craig's great. Everybody's great. It's just great. Watch yeah. it. The Farewell <laughs> is in here mostly because I was really upset. It didn't get nominated and it's great if you haven't seen it you can rent it pretty cheap on amazon prime right now and aquafine is great lua wang directs the heck out of it totally recommend it and 1917 and we have already kind of said it's great uh, the one shot stuff really works for me it doesn't really feel like a gimmick it feels like it serves the story which sometimes a lot of one shot stuff doesn't and but ultimately i settled on jojo rabbit so those are our best picture nominations and now it is time for 
the, the moment we've all been waiting for. Yes. Because what we do here on this podcast is talk about average movies. And it was fun for a few minutes to talk about movies that we thoroughly enjoy, uh, celebrate things that we love. But now it's time to talk about things that we think are just okay. Yep. And this award is the most average picture of the year. Yes. And as I was going through to pick my nominations, there were about 25 movies I could have picked for this <laughs> award. And uh, I don't know about you, but I found this almost as difficult as the best picture, the normal best picture nominations. Yeah, absolutely. And I just kind of want to get your thoughts on your process and uh, how you came to your most average picture nominations. Yeah, so we haven't talked about this at all, so it'll be fun. Um, yes. I thought about every movie that I saw in 2019, which is yeah. a lot of movies. A lot of movies, same. Some that I thought were really good. Some. Uh, so basically, coming up with this award, I knocked off all the ones that I thought, oh man, that was really good. Um, you know, just throw those out. Uh, I thought, so basically what this comes down to is either movies that were good not great yeah. uh, movies that were re- good and were a couple plot holes away from being like great mm-hmm. uh, or movies that were just um kind of kind of dumb but i like them anyways <laughs> sure um got a few of those on here too yeah what about you uh, yeah, so I just so like for those of you who don't know, I did a goal last year to watch 100 movies I'd never seen before in 2019, and so I just kind of went through that list and found the ones that I watched this past year that uh, were not great but weren't horrible, yeah. and just kind of just wrote them all down. So I'll just kind of tell you like the 20 that I had here uh, as I went through. These aren't my nominations. This is just kind of like my process for okay uh, coming to the nominations. Uh, the Lego Movie 2, okay. Captain Marvel, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, Secret oh. <laughs> Life of Pets 2, Murder Mystery, <laughs> Yesterday, The Lion King, Hobbs and Shaw, It Chapter 2, Last Christmas, Lady and the Tramp, The King, and Jumanji 2, the okay. next level. So those were kind of the ones I was choosing between and had to narrow that down to five, Ooh. Uh, which was, I just kind of went through and like Mark next to it, like, okay, this movie's too good. This yeah. movie's not good enough. And like, just kind of went through that and kind of had to nitpick a little bit to find like my most average movies I watched this past year. Yep. Uh, did you have like a, a big pool to select from or were you kind of working from a smaller pool than I was? Uh, I don't think I watched a hundred, um, but I had a I had a pretty big pool. I would probably bet that I saw uh, sixty to seventy five movies, um, yeah. which is which is which, no joke. But the average movie goer in America sees like four Austin, so it's it's nuts. <laughs> okay, I didn't realize it was that much. Okay, um, at least goes to the movie theater four times. Yeah, a year. that's like the average. Um, so I had plenty of movies to choose from some of the ones that uh didn't make my either they didn't make my honorable mentions or uh, my list um you know movies like uh frozen 2 um Mm. didn't make the list uh 
Captain Marvel was really close to making my list, and so it's movies kind of in that vein. Um, I want to take one brief second to talk about the worst movie I saw all year, and it was Six Underground by Michael Bay. Um, That movie's a hot pile of garbage. Um, It is, for sure. It has no place being mentioned with uh, most average movies. Um, (laughs) So that's why it didn't come close to making my list. Uh, Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So we ended up having to settle with five, just like our Best Picture nominations. Yeah. Uh, do you want to reveal your list first, or should we go? Should we just go one at a time? Let's go one at a time. Okay. Go one at a time. Uh, so okay. I'll do I'll do one first. Yep. Uh, the first one that I'll throw in here uh, is the Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, interesting. I know people who love that movie. Okay. So Here's the thing. I really, really, I really liked the movie. Um, but the reason it's in this category for me, it's um, I don't know. It wasn't like it, it just it was it was it was very good, uh, but it wasn't quite great. Sure. Um, and I would put this on the high end of like average. Yeah. Uh, I love Shia LaBeouf. He's, he had a great year. Yeah, he did. Uh, he really he did. Has an, he has another movie that I really want to see. Uh, Honey, Honey Boy. Boy. Yeah. I, I haven't so. seen it yet, but. Uh, yeah, so Peanut Butter Falcon is my first actual nominee uh, for Best Average Movie. Well, I think I don't. I think mine might be a hot take. Uh, I have Yesterday, which is okay. The movie about the guy who does. There's like some weird space-time continuum madness that makes everybody forget about the Beatles, and he's the only one who remembers all the songs. Cool concept. Yeah. I like the trailers a lot. But when I walked out of the theater, I just, I just felt like, in some ways, it was a missed opportunity. Even though I think it's fine, even though I think it's serviceable and inoffensive, but it never reaches the level of greatness that I had hoped when I saw the trailer. Yeah. And heard about the the everything that they were going for and trying to do and the premise of it and everything. So it just felt like a good movie to start out uh, my nominations with. And, and yeah, so I'll reveal my next one. Okay. The next one, I have the Lion King 2019. Okay. Yep. I don't know if that's a hot take or not either, but I really did not enjoy myself <laughs> when I watched this movie. I felt nothing. Yep. Um, I should have felt something. The animated Lion King is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I sat in that theater for two hours this summer and walked out kind of disappointed. If you would have asked me in March of last year if I was going to enjoy the live-action Aladdin or The Lion King more, I (laughs) would have told you The Lion King. But after seeing The Lion King and Aladdin, Aladdin is far superior. Yeah. So it it makes this list because I was disappointed. I think it looks great. Uh, the technology's cool to look at, but man, I just felt nothing. So that's why it, it lands here on my uh, most average picture nominations. Yeah. Um, for me, my second nomination, uh, this might be a little bit of a hot take. Um, again, I think this is on the higher end of average. So I compared two movies for this spot. Uh, yes. I compared Captain Marvel uh, with another 
superhero movie that came out around the same time. Oh, no. Uh, I went with Shazam. Oh, no. Um, You're going to break my heart. No, okay. I, I enjoyed the movie a lot, but here's why I think it falls into the average category. I haven't thought about the movie since I saw it. Mm. That's um, fair. And for me, I mean, like, as much as I enjoy, you know, I saw it with my brother. My brother and I both watched Chuck growing up, so we love Zachary Levi. Yeah. Uh, we were both excited. Um, but we watched it. That movie-going experience was was awesome. And then I just didn't think about uh, about the movie for a long time. Now, I think it's better than Captain Marvel. Um, yeah. So that's why it made my list and Captain Marvel didn't. Uh, but, yeah, just the fact that I haven't thought about it since uh, dropped it down into that's, this category. I mean, that's fair. That's your opinion. I personally love that movie and think about it often. But, <laughs> hey, it's your opinion. It's all subjective. And I'm, I'm heartbroken and made your list, but it's okay. Here's the it's thing. Okay. I've, come, I've come to grips with it. These best average movies are still movies that I love. Um, sure, and yeah, in one way or another, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just not best picture quality. These are like sure. the movies that I love that will never win best picture. Okay, if it's got yeah. some flaw to it, yeah. Sure, I got you. Uh, what's your next nomination here for most average picture? Okay, um, this is a... My next two, actually, uh, are both Netflix originals, okay? Okay. okay. Um, my... First one I'll mention is a movie by the name of Triple Frontier. Um, okay, I know exactly what movie you're talking about. I have not seen it, but okay. I know that's the one with like Oscar Isaac and uh, Pedro Pascal and Pedro ben Pascal, all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Charlie Hunnam and Garrett Hedlund. Yeah. Um, which when you, this movie has been uh, by several people, it's just been referred to as Hot Dads in Vests, um, <laughs> which is very fair. Very fair. Uh, so I saw it, the advertisements for it on Netflix for a long time, and I was like, I love all those people, but like, yeah. it can't be good. And so I, I watched it one day, and it was super enjoyable. Like, some of the dialogue was really bad. Yeah. Uh, the first 20 minutes, 30 minutes, um, <laughs> the dialogue is borderline unwatchable. Like, it's, it's bad. Oof. But once the action gets going in the movie... It's it's so much fun. Uh, so this is kind of like the dumb, the dumb movie the, award. Just the popcorn flick, turn your brain off for a couple hours and. Yeah, and I don't think that this is the only point. Like I saw, I've only watched it once, but yeah. I will watch it again at some point in my life. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. You know, High if, praise. <laughs> if, if you haven't watched it, you should give it a try. I mean, it's it's a lot of people that are really likable on screen together so i enjoyed it yeah Fair enough. Uh, my next nomination is one i think a lot of people was expecting to be horrible i was too and i walked out and i said you know what that wasn't half bad <laughs> and it was the romantic comedy last christmas okay with uh henry golding and uh what's the girl's name from game Amelia of thrones Clark. Amelia Clark, yes. I was fully expecting this movie to be awful in every way. And I'm going to be honest, I laughed. The big twist kind of got to me. And I thought Henry Golding and Amelia Clark were great on screen together. 
it is just a weird movie though. And that's yeah. kind of the reason it's on this list. Uh, I can't even explain to you some of the things that happened in this movie. Cause you won't believe me unless you see it for yourself. <laughs> is it just that out there and that kind of bizarre? Oh gosh. Uh, there's some really goofy performances. Uh, the movie is completely based around the song last Christmas in lit- in every literal fashion. Take every word of that song literally, and that's what's in the movie. Oh, gosh. Uh, which makes some for some really interesting twists and turns, but also it's just kind of dumbfounding sometimes. <laughs> but I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. Yeah. So that is why it has made this list. Okay. So you've given three so far? Yes. What's the three? Yes. I have Yesterday, The Lion King, the live-action Lion King, or live-action Lion King, it's really animated. CGI. And, yeah, the CGI Lion King, and Last Christmas are my three so far. Okay, and my three so far are Peanut Butter Falcon, Shazam, and Triple Frontier. What's your fourth? We'll go ahead and get your fourth. This movie is one that I totally expected to be on this list if I were to make one when I saw it. This is one that quite like triple frontier is a very turn your brain off yep watch it enjoy it walk out it's not going to blow your mind it's not great it's dumb sometimes a lot of the humor doesn't work for me sometimes it's funny though and this movie is of course from the fast and furious universe (laughs) hobbs and shaw this movie is insane and but it's fun i i I can't lie, it's fun. I had a fun time watching it. I had a fun time watching The Rock and Jason Statham together. Oh, that's fun. The <laughs> They make a lot of jokes that are supposed to be manly or masculine in some way that just aren't funny to me. Like, oh. that just came across kind of middle schoolish. Oh, jeez. And immature. And when Ryan Reynolds does it in Deadpool, it's funny. But when Jason Statham does it, it's not as funny. I don't know how else to say other than that. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the humor doesn't work for me, but the action's insane and crazy and whatever. There's a couple of really funny cameos in it too that I won't spoil in case you haven't seen it. Okay. And uh, yeah, this felt like a perfect movie for this list. And going into it, that's about what I thought it would be like. So yeah. Hobbs and Shaw is, is my fourth. All right. That's a good one. Um, my fourth I teased it a little bit. It's also a Netflix original. And I know that this is a movie that we both appreciate. So okay, cool. don't think that I'm being critical of it. Okay. Um, it's another it's another kind of turn your brain off one. Uh, this, is, this is a rom-com. Uh, it is uh, Always Be My Maybe. Oh, this is a, that's a perfect movie for this list. Yeah, um, that's great. It is the definition of average. It yeah. is enjoyable. Uh, it's a... Oh, what are, I can't remember their names off the top of my head. Um, let me look that up. Uh, but it is, it's enjoyable and yeah. funny and it's got a little bit of heart, a little bit of depth. There's a uh, one surprising cameo. It's phenomenal uh, cameo. That ends up being hilarious. You think it's just going to be like a throwaway cameo. It's my and favorite part of the movie, honestly. It, it's incredible like he's just part of the movie um and so yeah always be my maybe is definitely on my most average uh list for this year um and it's i think it might be the epitome of this yeah listen i'll watch randall park 
in anything. Yes. So that's put him name. in any movie. His small cameo in Ant-Man and the Wasp is my favorite part of that whole movie. <laughs> I, I will watch Randall Park do anything. Yes. And Ali Wong, the co-star in this, is great too. And it is very much the definition of an yes. average romantic comedy on Netflix. Yes. Like, uh, if you need a, uh, if you're gonna stay in, have a date night at home with some popcorn or whatever with your girl. Yeah. <laughs> will always be my maybe is a pretty decent one to turn on. I would That's say. a very good one. Yeah. So I uh, I totally agree with you on that. That's a good one. I don't even know how I didn't make this uh, my my like 25 I listed off. Well, you had a million movies you watched this year, so. That's true. Fair. Okay. Perfect. Do you have uh Do you have another or yeah? Give me your last one. My last one is a movie I had high expectations for. Okay. It is a sequel. Okay. And it features a uh, a very Stranger Things vibe and features a killer clown. Oh, gotcha. And that probably gives it away. <laughs> yep. uh, but my last, uh, my last one is It Chapter 2. And it is firmly in this place... Uh, just because of the expectations kind of I had for it. I watched it chapter one right before I went and saw it, loved it. The first one, yeah. uh, I thought it was a perfect mix of rated R horror and stranger things and, and all that kind of stuff. And, but this one, they have the adult cast, which I yeah. think was the best part of the movie for me. Mm-hmm. Bill Hader is absolutely hilarious in every scene he's in. I love him. And it, the, the dark cast is just great uh, throughout the whole thing. My issues with the movie come from Pennywise himself. Uh, I found Pennywise to be not scary, borderline ridiculous um, at times. And I never found, whenever he was on screen, I was not terrified, and I should have been. Yeah. And a lot of the scares just didn't work. The jump scares would work, but then the image that directly followed the jump scare, what was supposed to scare you after that, was sometimes laughably bad <laughs> but the thing that pulls it together and gets it to average is bill Hader and the cast of adults that yeah. are portrayed here they save it from not being abysmal and firmly pull it up to the average category what's your uh, last nomination okay uh this is one that i was very excited about um tough it's uh well I wouldn't say like super excited about but I was I was at least intrigued. Yeah. Um, it is uh I don't I this you may or may not have seen this uh it's called Guava Island. Oh this is the like 45 minute Donald Glover Rihanna and thing, right? Letitia Wright. Yeah 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 yeah. So I've seen it but I know what you're talking about. Uh so it came out of he like previewed part of it at a music festival. Um, yeah. And he previewed some of the music, some of the visuals for it. And everyone that was there was like, this thing was incredible. And I love Donald Glover. Uh, sure. And I love Letitia Wright. Yeah. Um, you can take or leave Rihanna. She's a better actress than I think people give her credit for. I agree. Um, so I was looking forward to it. And it was just kind of meh. Like, yeah. the whole thing, it was just like, okay. Like, and it, and it, the reason it's average um, even the reason that it even reaches average is because of Donald Glover. Uh, he's charming and everything, and I, uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for for him. Uh, so, but it's just it's it's honestly not that great. 
yeah. so I think it uh, it barely cracks um, it barely cracks my list here. The other one I was it came down to this one and uh, Red Sea Diving Resort, which I haven't is, seen that one. Yeah, it's a uh, it's on Netflix. It's um, Chris Evans. Uh, gotcha. And it's gotcha. It's it basically seems like uh, Chris Evans' attempt to make Argo. Oh, interesting. Uh, that was pretty good, uh, but I decided that this would probably be uh, too low of a category for that movie. So that's totally fair. So, what are your five nominations? So, I ended up going with, uh, and and the more time I spend on this, the the more movies I think that could slide in here. Yeah, for uh, sure. Peanut Butter Falcon, uh, Shazam, Triple Frontier, Always Be My Maybe, and Guava Island. What are your five again? I have Yesterday, The Lion King, Hobbs and Shaw, It mm. Chapter 2, and Last Christmas. Okay. Those so this is, the, this is the moment that everyone's been waiting for. What is your best average picture of the year? First off, I, before I reveal my winner, I want to say that by doing the, this award, we mean no disrespect to anyone. Making a good movie is very hard. Making a great movie is very difficult. And you know, there's a lot of things I enjoy in all of these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, just didn't consider them great. I know a lot of people who think that all of these movies I have listed here are great. Yep, I'm same. just not one of those people. Uh, <laughs> so this, this award is not intended to bash any movie or anything at all. This is totally just, you know, it's it's movies that we maybe like but didn't love or you know, dislike more than we wanted to, but still like a lot about it. So uh, just want to say that up front before I reveal who my winner is. Uh, but my pick for the most average picture of 2019 is Last Christmas with Amelia Clark and Henry Golding. That is my, that is my, that is my winner. That is my pick. I stand firmly behind it. <laughs> and this is a, this is a celebratory moment because I would not have guessed this movie would have won this award when I first saw the trailer for it. And the fact that it did is a testament to actually how pretty good the movie is. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it, buckle yourself in, get ready for the ride, <laughs> and just let it happen to you. That's all I really have to say about it. Um, my winner, kind of the same. Uh it's a movie that I didn't have high hopes for and pleasantly surprised me. Uh, so my best average picture winner is Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. I love it. Uh, it was fun. That's the best thing you can say about it. It yeah. was fun. It was engaging. The cast is fun to watch. It's awesome. Uh, lots of good action. And there's some stakes to it. Mm. Uh so, it's funny that you went with a uh, with a romantic movie because uh, I almost yeah. went with Always Be My Maybe. It came yes. down to those two for me. So, but I'll give the edge to Triple Frontier because uh, Oscar Isaac is my prince. There you go. He is a very good-looking man. And the how I kind of came to last Christmas is I went through and yesterday I thought was too good to yep. to really to win. Um, I, I thought The Lion King wasn't good enough. Um, I thought Hobbs and Shaw was too good, which is kind of funny to think about. Uh, 
And I thought Ip Chapter 2 was not good enough. And I thought Last Christmas perfectly suited what I was looking for and how I felt and uh, everything that kind of went into it and my experience with it. And I, I am very confident in my award choice here. Yeah, I thought Peanut Butter Falcon was too good. I thought Shazam was too good. So you'll be happy with that. I, yes, thought, they were, I thought they were both too good uh, for this award. I thought Guava Island was not good enough. Um, and then it left the two Netflix movies in the middle and yeah. Triple Frontier. I feel good about it, man. I feel good. And that's that's just what we do here. We, we love talking about average movies. And I'm glad that we were able to decipher which average movie was the most average. And in our awards nominations. Now, this award is not happening on Sunday night, but we will be thinking about it Sunday night very fondly, and we wish it was a part of the Academy Awards, but it isn't. Yeah. I'll be, uh, maybe I'll just write Oscar Isaac's uh, acceptance speech, and uh, maybe I'll DM it to him on Twitter. Now, if they wanted to nominate Last Christmas for Best Picture, I would rally behind it <laughs> and champion it to win the award. Just purely on ambition and uh, a good a good college try, you know. It's it's it definitely goes for the goes for the home run and definitely hits a single. But you know what? It didn't strike when, out. When you're expecting them to strike out and they get on base, you know, it's it's a yep. it's a clap moment, you know. Well, thank you for yeah, joining us on this on this journey as we went through all of our. Uh, Academy Award picks, as we felt the, the the actual Academy Award picks were perfectly average. And as we went through our most average picture nominees and our eventual winner. So shout out to Last Christmas. Uh, I've pretty much said everything I wanted to say about Last Christmas. Uh, Austin, do you have any final words about Triple Frontier before we say goodbye? I love you, Triple Frontier. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Uh, I'm not crazy, okay? It's It's worth it, I promise. Love I'll, to hear that. I'll watch Last Christmas. You watch Triple Frontier. Yeah, we'll we'll switch, and we we'll definitely uh, talk about those movies at some point together, and <laughs> talk yes. about the craziness that ensues in both. Again, thank you all for listening to this edition of Perfectly Average. We'll see you next time. There should be another episode coming very soon uh, about another movie that's perfectly average, which we will review at a later date. Yes. So thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, follow on all your podcast platforms. Austin, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you for joining. Thank you for co-hosting as always. Yeah, talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks.